Hello and welcome to the very first episode of It's Risky, Risky Business. Business. I'm your co-host. I, you know, I've never done this with another person who is also co-hosting with You've me. You've never shared the spotlight. No, no. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm an only child, so I it's blame my mother for not having more children. Well, we're gonna we're gonna tap into some muddy waters here. But anyway, so. We are uh, beyond excited for this uh, first episode of It's Risky Business, uh, you know, a podcast that is, is about taking risks, about going out on your own, uh, about tapping into the entrepreneurial spirit that is in every single one of us. Uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Sten Garcia, uh, a local videographer, dreamer, cyclist, uh, sweet treat enthusiast. And I'm here with, well, you know what? Let me just let her introduce herself. I'm Amanda Holka. I'm a editorial and advertising photographer here in Miami, Florida. And she's very modest because she is a phenomenal photographer, uh, somebody that I admire her for her work, her spirit, and just her general attitude on life. So this podcast is brought to you by Creatives for Connection, Left Brain Networking for Right Brain individuals it's an organization that amanda and i have have co-founded together to help facilitate a stronger creative community of business owners business badasses and just people that are confident in 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 pursuing success in their creative endeavors and we wanted to put this together because part of the the organization we have an educational component where we have a, a slew of really incredible speakers that speak to our organization and our members to help them be better prepared to be business owners essentially so we are uh, bringing together people that can provide information to that community and now we're like let's put it on a podcast you know because now it's like everything's a podcast let's just do a podcast and ultimately inspire people to to take charge of, of their lives because listen for me more than anything the reason why I'm, I'm passionate about this, because I don't think that anyone should spend most of the hours of their day doing a job that they do not like. Absolutely. I, I, I'm just I, I'm I'm highly against it. And it, 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 it brings me sadness to know that there are people out there that live most of their lives never really pursuing their dreams and could be anything. I, I mean, maybe you like making bird feeders, uh, you know, and you're like, oh, there's no money in bird feeders. But you know what? There is definitely money and being happy so if you pursue your happiness money will flow towards you and that's the premise the 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 foundation of what our organization is and generally what this podcast will be about and and my hopes is our hopes is is that you listen to this and and you decide to just quit your job and pursue your dreams Mm -hmm. i mean we know it's not that easy but um, or keep your job and pursue your side hustle when you've got that extra two hours in your week Mm -hmm. or five hours carve it out and and surround yourself with like-minded people that are going to push you to pursue that passion and not live the rat race that you've always known exactly exactly so let's get into a a little bit of background you you should know about us uh and and where we come from how we came to to exist in this in this terrible and wonderful world we're living in and you know what actually this this begs the question for me amanda i don't know how you got into photography. I don't think I've ever asked you that. We've been friends for uh, a number of years, and I don't know how you ended up... uh, Awesome. Let's dig in. Yeah. So actually, um, I've 
been a visual artist since as long as I can remember. I grew up drawing, painting, um, dabbled in sculpture. And um, my first job that I ever got, I was 15 years old, was working for a really traditional photographer. This is back in Columbus, Ohio. So I worked with her for seven years, all the way through high school and then into college. And I actually went to college for painting to be a visual artist. And my plan was to graduate and go on and get my master's and be a professor of painting. But I had worked for this photographer for so many years that I realized like I actually do have a passion for it and I actually have talent in it. And the opportunity of working with her meant that I had multiple people come into our studio that I was working for and I saw them uh, pursuing their passion in photography so it wasn't just a business for them this is something that that they found art in and I at that point I realized oh I could make a career out of this and still be the artist that 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 I am that's that's true to me so for a number of years I I painted and did photography so I was a professional painter and started my business so I've had my photography business now for over 10 years um, and uh, it kind of started as something small and snowballed into this uh, career that I now have in Miami, which I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would have a career in Miami, but wow, yeah. that's how it played out. Did you ever do a job that you didn't like to do prior to becoming a photographer? Did you ever see yourself becoming something that you thought you weren't? So I started college and in my first year, I actually had the opportunity to student teach really early on in that first year. And it was in the first quarter of student teaching that I realized this actually isn't for me. Mm. Um, I'd much prefer be on the f- in the field and being an artist in the field and perhaps pursue um, the master's and the, the being prof- a professor later on. So not necessarily that I had a career that I didn't love, but I was kind of on a path towards a career that I'm, I maybe wasn't going to be super passionate about. Yeah. How about you? How'd you? Well, tap into it's your great. Well, before we get into me, because you know I like to talk, so it's going to be a very long story uh, uh, about me. But it, it's great that you were able to see that before you ended up there, because some teachers, maybe some art teachers, wake up twenty years later and they're like, "Wow, what happened? I, I was so passionate about my art, and now I'm not doing it, and I'm unhappy." And I mean, I'm not saying every teacher's like this, but. It definitely happens to people. So it's great that you were able to figure that out and, and pursue your passion, which That's is, right. which is like really what we're, yeah. what we're the most passionate about, people pursuing their passion. So That's right. Uh, <clears throat> I hope you're sitting down for this because I got, I got quite, <laughs> quite the long, drawn-out uh, drawn story here. So I, uh, was, a, I was an, uh, an electrician. I was a, a commercial and residential electrician uh, i was terrible i would get electrocuted constantly uh, sweaty and dirty i was getting cut because you know those electrical boxes are metal and sharp yeah it's a very physical job uh, and it was just i was just not good at it and the reason i even got into it right out of high school is because my dad owned an electrical contracting company so it just made sense and it was the easy thing to do i mean it was a job i mean it paid really well and 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 I do wanna I do wanna back the bread truck up here a little bit and say that uh, that the profession is an an amazing trade to have and now in retrospect I am grateful to have done that job because at home something breaks electrically I'm I'm on it I got it and I don't have to call anybody I, I know how to do it so it's it's definitely a, a, a perk and a skill that I'm grateful to have. However, at the time I was just out of high school I didn't really 
care for it. And me and my dad were at each other's throats, just like every single day was just like a battlefield with this with this uh, very old Cuban man who, <laughs> you know, can be a sweetheart, but is can also be an asshole. So um, did that for about four years and I was just I was just over it. And at the same time, I was going to college to in for mass communication my idea was to get into advertising i always loved i always loved really witty uh, commercials uh just creative commercials that i saw on tv I, I something that really really grabbed me and that's what i thought i wanted to do i wanted to get into advertising and and that's what i was pursuing i went to so i was going to school for mass communication and however I, but I wasn't serious about it. I, I just, you know, I, I was just a person who had no real direction and didn't really know what I wanted to do w in my life. I, I just kind of was going along with whatever everybody else was doing. And most of my friends were going to Miami-Dade College and then after that getting their two-year associate's degree and then they were going to FIU or whatever other university. And I was basically doing the same. So there came a point where... I was not doing well in uh, FIU. I was not doing good with my dad working in electrical uh, in the electrical field, and I decided to just quit. I quit uh, my job. I told my dad basically to go f himself. We're we're, we're trying to. This is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show, so I'm gonna try to reduce the f bombs. Mm -hmm. So I quit quit my job as an electrician, and I dropped out of uh, FIU. Wow! At the same time. Cause I'm just, cause I do wacky things like that. So this was the summer of 2008. Well, actually going into the summer of 2008. So I, right around now, maybe, uh, uh, you know, 12 years ago or something like that. So I spent the whole summer just not doing anything really. Just, just eating Doritos, chilling on the couch, watching TV, uh, at my mom's house and hanging out at night with my friends not doing much and then at the end of the summer i'm like all right well something has to happen i gotta do something i was just gaining weight and i was just i felt i didn't feel good about myself you know so i so somebody was like hey why don't you pursue you know video videography or video production i'm like oh well you know my my parents my primarily my dad my dad was like well there's no there's no money in that. How are you going to make any money? Yeah, doing yeah, I got that? a lot of that banter too. You know, and and, it, and it's so interesting because it's the people that that are supposed to love us and support us the most that bring us down the most. And I think that that comes from their fear of success for us, their concern of success for us. But it's until they see us in our fields and succeeding that they get it. Right. And this makes total sense, and they see us happy. And I guess changes you know, everything. And and now that you bring it up like that, and I guess maybe also some parents look at it as a way to protect us. You know, they they want to protect us from from possibly failing at, yeah. at at maybe pursuing our dreams. But but guess what? We 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 become better people from failure. That's right. So don't protect us from failure. Just give us as as much advice and help as you can. But if you know, I want to become a fighter jet pilot. Don't tell me that, oh, you wear contacts. You can't do it. I mean, maybe I can't <laughs> because I wear contacts. But, um, you know, just uh, support, encourage, and, and just be there when a failure does happen. That's and right. say, hey, listen, you, you got it next time. And I think there's so much power in, in, in preparing ourselves for when failures do happen and just having tools in our tool belt to pull mm -hmm. them out and to face, face those failures and keep moving forward. But those are also things that are learned. 
Yeah. Um, it's kind of a hard thing to teach at times. And, and I think parents, uh, particularly parents of our gener- of their generation, weren't prepared for how to encourage us to push forward and, and face failures like that. So yeah. um, it's great that we have been able to find that ourselves and, and now really encourage others to do the same. Yeah, I think that this generation is is definitely ready to take some risks and and to to pursue their passions. So, uh, I I ended up applying for a uh, video production. Uh, I I basically just Googled uh, video production, and the first school that came up, I called them up, and that was that was at the tail end of September of two thousand and eight, and then. It just so happened that the new quarter, the new semester, whatever it was, was starting the first week of October. So I, I literally had like two weeks left to be able to uh, to register and to to jump in to the school. And I, they they expedited the application. I, I was able to get in there, and I started school uh, out of nowhere. Here I am in a video production school, an art school in downtown, pursuing video production. And the crazy thing that happened was. It just all made sense to me. I, uh, all of a sudden, I'm on the honor roll because it was a, an accredited school. Wow. So I, I, I had to take English and the maths and, and the histories and all the credits that I was missing because I was essentially eating shit in FIU, not doing much. So uh, I, I, there was some school, but I guess because my mind was being so stimulated creatively that I was just better equipped to handle these courses that I wasn't really that interested in because it just generally made me excited about uh, completing the courses and doing well. Absolutely. Yeah, so, it's a, like a holistic approach to learning. Yeah, and it's and and this is and I guess we'll we'll maybe touch on this later, but I think that it is important if if you do start to lose some passion in your life, d- tap into some areas of creativity. I mean, if you used to draw maybe in in high school and you gave it up, just start drawing again, and it, it's incredible what it does for other areas of your life. I mean, you could even improve at work. Maybe you you do have to have a job that you're not so fond of, but if on the weekends you take the time to draw or, or or cook, maybe if you're into cooking, whatever it is, if you take the time to do those things, you, you become better in other areas of your life. Absolutely. And this is something that I've discovered. So um, so basically, uh, I was doing really well. I, I'm on, I was on the honor roll. I, and when I before I even graduated, I was lucky enough to get a job on the set of Burn Notice, wow. which was a uh, USA Network TV show that was pretty popular and was running for... Uh, close to seven seasons, and pretty much right out of right out of college, I, I was in a big major uh, production, and I mean that was just a, a gift. It was I, I can't even describe the feeling because most of us, when we graduate college, we're just so nervous about getting a job, and and here I am, I, I hadn't even graduated yet, and I was already placed. I already got a great job, wow. so that that's basically how that whole whole thing started, and how I really got into video production, and and we'll. I'm sure later we'll get into uh, more about um, how that path just kind of weaved and swerved all over the place and turned into uh, where we're at now, essentially. Yeah, that's great. And I think, too, that's so much about what creative career is, is that there are so many curves and turns that are unexpected because it is ultimately an uncertain career. And so things come up along the way and we make our choices and we choose which path we're going to take. And um, it's it's pretty amazing to see how creative careers make those um, turns along the way. Yeah. 
So we want to give the listeners a, a little background on, on what the organization is, what we're about, and, and perhaps where, what the future holds for us. That's right. That's right. So this story takes us back to about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, Stan invited yeah. me to a uh, very, very early in the morning uh, yeah. professionals uh, networking gathering, which I'm always open to doing. And I, I love that side of business and I love connecting with people. So I, I took the opportunity. So uh, I walk in, put the name tag on, see Stan, and I see him in this role, and I'll let him kind of jump in and share more about the organization, but I was really interested right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, it's funny now that you mention it. I, I forgot that it, it, it is really early for a lot of people. The the, the meetings are at 7 a.m. That's right. Which, if you're a, a creative and you're listening to this, you know that 7 a.m. for a creative is, forget about it, you're, you're, you probably just went to sleep because <laughs> you, you were up all night being creative. <laughs> so uh, I, I now I'm, I'm even more grateful and, and appreciative that uh, all the people that I invited showed up. That's <laughs> because, right. Because, I mean, it's 7 a.m. So I joined, I joined a, a business networking organization uh, uh, April of 2019. And... It, because I was in a position where I was ready to accept more business. I, I had plans for, for my business uh, as a small video production company here in, in Miami. And I was ready to expand. I was ready to take on more clients. So I was lucky enough to be approached by somebody in my shared office space who told me about this business networking organization and that they were having a, a visitor's day. He invited me to the visitors, visitors day. I, I walked into a room full of doctors, uh, you know, uh, contractors, lawyers, real estate agents, and, and not, a, not a creative in sight. However, I, I do have the ability to, to be able to, you know, uh, kick it back and, and, and get conversational with a, any type of person, really. Uh, it's something that I'm grateful to be able to have because I'm just a conversational guy. So I... I did well. I did well. A lot of these people needed video content, and I was able to to get a lot of new business from them. And I wanted to bring in my people. I wanted to bring in my peeps. And I, they, on the next visitors' day, I invited a bunch of my creative friends. You know, people in social media, a photographer, uh, like a athlete, coach, uh, just whoever was was willing to show up to this meeting at 7 a.m. And when they all, when they came into the room, they, they felt the same. They're like, oh, well, these are kind of people that I'm not, I'm not really vibing with because there's no creatives in sight. They're just very suit and tie type uh, business owners. And they, at the end of it, we were all kind of standing around talking. They were like, yeah, you know, it's cool, but I don't know. I don't know if these, these, these people are really my people. So, uh, Jen, mm-hmm. Jen, uh, Jennifer Kaminsky, That's right. uh, who is the owner of social think King and she's an amazing human being. And she was like, well, why doesn't this exist for creatives? Amanda and I, I feel like we looked at each other yeah. at the same time. We we're like, boom, boom, light bulb. And we said, well, it does now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we, uh, you know, and being, 
being the 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 risk takers being the entrepreneurs that we are we were like let's just let's just do it let's that's just right. do it and and more than anything it was really about connecting people i think that that's something that amanda and i have in common we we love to connect people we we love to see people interact and 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 gain value from those interactions so that's right. we it just started to come together yeah yeah, everything fell together. I think we planned our first meeting, our our first official organization meeting the next week. And we jumped right into it and uh, had our first official community gathering, which I think we had 40 people in attendance mm -hmm. uh, within a month of that conversation. And since then, it's just been seamless and, and we're constantly growing um, and constantly pushing this organization forward because we believe in it so much. So in the spirit of, of taking risks and and talking about taking risks. I wanna talk about how I met you, actually. Perfect. So when I started my my own little video production company, I was in search for an office. Mm -hmm. And it was a risk because I really had no money coming in, but I, I knew that the importance of putting myself, positioning myself uh, in an area, I wanted to be in, in, in downtown, midtown area, and I wanted to just be closer to where I knew a lot of action was happening because I'm coming from West Kendall. So I went, I went in, and the owner Mike was uh, giving me a tour, and he he said, "Well, there's no offices available, there's no desks available at this location, but if you want to get yourself started, and then we can put you on the list for this location, then I would suggest you start on the Miami Beach in the Miami Beach." location so i'm like all right well I, I need an office i need to be out here and even though it was a much further drive mind you i'm driving from west kendall wow to the beach uh, when i didn't really have to because quite honestly i could have had an office in my my place yeah i didn't really have to have it somewhere so but i understood i understood the value at that time to to position myself in in that area so I, I just so happened to get a uh, a desk next to you. That's right. Right, which turned out to be uh, a a serious career move because <laughs> you you ultimately were the reason that I got uh, booked on some incredible incredible jobs. Amazing. Uh, so that's that's I think that that's important to to note because when you are an entrepreneur when you are just starting out in in your creative passion you you should you should take take some risks yeah take, take some risks yeah and what's what's interesting about even even the the lead up to you coming into that office for me too i was i was living on south beach at the time but i was i had my studio in my house for years and I had a friend of mine, actually, he was an assistant of mine who kind of saw my work patterns and he saw the way that this thing was playing out of me working at home and kind of burning out very early on in my career in, in Miami. And he's like, listen, you got to get out. You got to get your office in a co-work space. Co-works were new at the time. Um, and I was like, how am I going to do that? That's a huge financial risk. You know, that would be me adding a, a huge expense onto something that, again, uncertainty, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, trust me, move in there. You're going to see it'll it'll pay you back as soon as you get in there just through connections that you're going to make through being in the shared space and getting yeah. around other people. Yeah. Because there were days where I'd be working and working in my home space. And the first time I talked to somebody was when I'd go downstairs to get a Starbucks at 4 p.m. You know, it was the first time I actually used my voice to connect with somebody. Right. So he was he was right in, in offering that suggestion and got a desk there. And I think 
a month or two later, you walked in and shared it was a it was a quad. So there were four people, and I'm still in touch with the other two as well that oh, that wow. were that that yeah. that were off at that office space and quite a few others that had other offices in in that space. I I really connected with and have now that was almost ten years ago. Yeah, and I've had quite a relationship with. Yeah, and here's a so here's a, a pro tip. For anybody listening, pro uh, tip. If, you, if you pro tip, we, <laughs> so we, we got we got to make a jingle. We got to make a jingle for this uh, uh, pro tip here. Uh, if you're if you're just starting your business, if you're just starting out in, in anything having to do with with connecting with people, uh, I highly suggest that you look at a shared office space, even if you can't afford a full office or a, a dedicated desk. Get one of the the flex or the hot desks they call them that you just show up, you, you pop up, pop out a laptop and you just work out of there. And just being in the room, uh, in in a, in the same space with other uh, creative entrepreneurs, with other entrepreneurs, just other small business owners, will do wonders for your connections and and your network, which is essentially what we're about. We're about expanding people's networks. That's right. Yeah, and I I mean I've always been a firm believer that there's no coincidence in those that we meet um, but it's up to us to facilitate and and foster those relationships so I think you know you and I started a friendship we, w- we were both working really late hours I remember you'd be editing videos I'd be in there cranking out I was only in town from like Tuesday to Thursday during those days because I was traveling so much to shoot and I'd come in and crank out like 14 hour days just editing and, and emailing while I was in town and it was great. It was like just an opportunity to connect and share stories. And so I think in just knowing you and knowing who you were and your work ethic later, when I did have that job come up and I said, wait, I need to expand my team here. Who did I think of? It was you because I had already formed a relationship and I trusted mm-hmm. your work ethic and I'd seen your work. And so that's the added benefit of really uh, working in close proximity with others. Yeah. And we we be, the first job that we actually did do together wasn't like a little job uh, here. Oh, no, we went it, big. We, we did. We did a, a like a an amazing yacht uh, in the in the uh, Caribbean, the like the West Indies. I mean, it, and, and it could have been disastrous. That's I mean, right. this is the first time that we worked together. Yeah. And, and working if you if you're a photographer or a videographer and you know that you've ever worked with the opposite, it, it, it could be it a, could go either a, way. A nightmare. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes it's difficult for creatives to work together in those situations. And if you're shooting the same scenes, forget about it. Well, not only that, I mean, not only like uh, dynamic wise, but like technically wise, equipment wise it could it could be a technical nightmare but we've mm-hmm. we've fell into it seamlessly we had a great team with us um and we island hop and, and shot an amazing project that now i mean that footage is still is still out and rolling yeah for company, it's, so. it's, it's actually still their their main uh form of uh, uh marketing for for those two ships I that's believe. right that's right so yeah i mean we we didn't start we started with no small feet um, yeah no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, I mean, that really led into the opportunity for us to really trust and know that that we have some similar work ethic, similar way in which we approach people and we work with people. And mm-hmm. we're here to really um, we're passionate about seeing others grow. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that moment where we did meet when you invited me as a guest at your business networking group, you know, it, it did really give me a, it sparked the idea that, hey, you know, we've been able to work together and we've seen the value of, of people connecting and we're really passionate about professional and personal development. Why don't we put it all together and call it an organization? Yeah. So that's what's going on. I feel really good about it. And um, 
I think, uh, I think, I think, I think I feel good. <laughs> I think I feel good. <laughs> I, I'm really excited for what this uh, platform has in store for us and our organization. And and again, uh, to to go back to 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 the core, our why is to inspire others to pursue their passion. If your dream is to be a lawyer and you're a photographer like quit your photography job and become a lawyer yes. uh, or vice versa so that's that's really the point of our organization and we uh we're, we're just excited to to be on this journey that's right uh, of of inspiration and and, and, and see how much me how much more we can grow through the community mm -hmm. i mean we've seen some pretty incredible connections already occur in our in our young one year of existence as an organization mm -hmm. and to see those um, connections kind of organically begin and people really foster those relationships and us have a platform where we can facilitate further deeper connection and networking and, mm -hmm. and referral sharing i mean this is it's really powerful stuff yeah really yeah so uh in in closing I, i'd like to say uh something that uh, I heard recently, I, I listened to a, a gentleman uh, named Jim Rohn, who is a motivational speaker and just a, an amazing uh, guy, which I, I think he's dead, though, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> is that is that <laughs> you should see you should see Amanda's face, face, <laughs> so sad face for him. of sadness um, because he but see, I, I think a lot of people have trouble listening to, to his uh talks because he sounds like he's from the 1950s and i believe he is he's just a, an older gentleman and he has this like very uh 1950s voice but <laughs> he offers some some really uh, amazing stuff and in in one of his in many 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 uh insightful talks uh he he talks about uh how some people are busy studying the root others are picking the fruit and and that really resonates with me because I, I feel like part of that messaging is that people people set up so many obstacles for themselves, so many barriers before actually uh, pursuing something. And although it's good to think about it and and take your time to to really uh, understand whether or not it's a good move for you to make, sometimes you just gotta move for That's it. Right. You know, you just gotta pick the fruit. So you know, some some people are busy studying the root; others are. are picking the fruit and uh, uh in closing I, I just wanted to to offer that and That's big and to anybody that is is considering any kind of kind of moves for themselves i mean now now is the time it, it, it's always now is the time there's no better time because life is is so just erratic and uh the time is now that's it the time is now so, all right, I think we're we're done, Amanda. Okay, well, that was a great first one. Yeah, Let's I mean, see what's it, coming it, up it, next it might, and on the following ones. Yeah, it might it might uh it might sound like a train wreck <laughs> la later. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of It's Risky, Risky Business. Business.